0: To the Medic Materials Podcast, hosted by Mike Turek, Emily Yates, Kelsey Coons, and Gerard Cuomo. Each month we discuss EMS news, medical science, and review actual EMS calls, bringing many educational opportunities to the listener. Portions of the calls have been altered to protect the privacy and identity of all involved.
1: Hello and welcome, everyone. We are back. Let me see what you guys are chatting about. What you guys chatting about?
0: Blazing Saddles. Blazing nice.
1: Saddles. Fabulous. What, what else? What else? <laughs> uh, you know, there have been <laughs> Movie. many things where I wonder what you guys are chatting about. But, uh, Gerard, welcome. The Maha Duncan. Butchie is here. Mr. Butch's intro. Cue that up. I think for the first time ever, we have Emily popping in to the Go chat. She's going to join wow. us from the chat tonight. Welcome. That's awesome. Thank you for not telling me that you were in California. I had to learn it from uh, from Kelsey. But, you know, it's okay. I don't follow your life. It's fine. It's okay.
2: Hello three hours ago. I know,
0: Wait, right? She's in California.
1: Yeah, see? You didn't know either. <laughs>
0: Why would would anyone go to California? Uh,
1: Apparently she's she's, getting paid to go for work. Yeah, she's
0: doing work
1: things and drinking a lot, I'm sure, because it's Emily, and that's what she does when she's not working.
3: Oh, and she went to Yosemite. I saw a really cool photo.
1: Jeez. Look at that. Yep. Uh, Phil's going to be joining us here shortly uh, whenever he gets his Wi-Fi up or calls me. So we might be interrupted by a phone call. Who knows, Kelsey? You're via Bluetooth. Um, it has for been sure. a long time since Kelsey's Very. joined us. So welcome back. Thank um, you.
0: Yes, yes,
1: yes, yes. So uh, today I don't have a call review for you guys, but hopefully we really? kickstart. Yep we we got. Uh, I wanted to kickstart a conversation that um, it was fun. Like it wasn't funny because it was a bad conversation, but I was having it with my wife. And um it it kickstarted an idea and she was like, Hey, you know, you haven't talked about this particular subject matter on the podcast in any of the Patreons and in any of the free episodes.
2: And Okay
0: so it has nothing to do with the dildo then.
1: Nothing
2: to do with a dildo okay. <laughs> And it didn't it didn't end with now calm down. Nope. Right. No,
1: nope. yeah. it's always no. And yeah, so like it, it kind of gave me like, wow, I thought about it. I I thought all the way back until the first episode and I was like, holy crap, we have not actually talked at all about this subject ever on this show. So it'll, I think it'll be a really good Mm. discussion Mm. point to have, um, and review for a lot of people. But, um, I I finally get to hand my rig check over to Kelsey to do her job. Oh, that's right. So I'm going to hit the music and cue up Kelsey for the rig check. Go ahead.
3: So, guys, it's definitely been a while. A rig check is a little special to me. Um, The first thing I want to do is I want to shout out Hawaii, specifically for the fighters and everything that they've got going on in Malawi. We're going to shout out California, too. So we're going to do two in-state and California just because Emily's joining us there. From there, she's helping – out with uh, some charting systems and visiting some of the really cool national parks that are out there. The announcement is that our website is going to be taken down and a new one is being construction, constructed Ooh. under a new name. It's going to be medic-materials.com. That's going to be coming soon and we'll have more information on you on that. Ooh. And the next piece of news is very, very exciting. Um, I will be starting school next week for respiratory therapy.
0: Wow. Wow. So, Congratulations. Unfortunately, going That's, back
3: to school full-time. Congratulations, and full-time yeah. Full-time yeah, you,
0: yeah, you finally realize I this paramedic shit ain't keeping the, the freaking lights on, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I, I,
1: <so. laughs>
0: That's awesome.
1: <laughs> I mean, we kind of all realize eventually that, you know, paramedics don't make any money. Um,
0: But, yeah, uh, yeah you, you realize. <laughs> let's go back
1: to the list. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, yeah. Um, that's really, exciting. in all honesty,
3: yeah, I'll kind of start it out. We did some vent training at one of the agency that I worked out and I asked this question about, you know, dialysis patients who are chronically acidotic and their ABG levels. And like, if you want me to base my vent settings based on an ABG level, that's chronically acidotic, how do I know what the patient's baseline is before they were going into respiratory stress, whether it's COPD, head, head injury, whatever reason that they're on the vent that we're transporting. And this RT basically looked at me and said, well, don't worry about it, you know, the, the chances that you have that are, are pretty few and far between. And uh, I'm I'm not a huge like don't worry about a person. I have you know I'm sure Terry can tell you from you know when I got stuck on a calcium chloride tangent when I was a medic student or all the other ones I got stuck on and I had to know like down to the cell of what was going on.
1: That was one of my so. favorite <laughs> discussions with you because you got <laughs> so mad at me. You're like, why <laughs> you did i spend know. so much time learning this when it doesn't matter i was like i don't know it doesn't matter i'm sorry <laughs> uh,
4: yeah but, so i'm whole,
1: I'm not a huge thing. fan of being i'm I not a huge fan it. of being told you know don't
3: worry about it
0: no so. that whole thing she, she said like if she would have said that to me i'm like well what do we have i've been like yeah
2: i i, I understood it
0: Yep. Well, that's because you're oh, I know. smarter than to say us. that. I was going to say, out of all of us, there's one person who probably understood everything she just fucking said. Yep. And, he, and he's just going to sit there and be quiet about it. He's going to be like, yeah. Uh-huh.
1: Yeah. Hey, I'm smarter than the rest of you people.
0: He's probably got like eight different answers to it, too. <laughs> well, it depends on uh, you know, the phase of Venus. and
1: The atmospheric <laughs> temperatures of, um, yeah. Uh-huh.
0: Right. Uh-huh. whether or not, uh, you know, Gilboa's in the uh, descending, uh, you know,
2: Mercury's, Mercury's and Gatorade. What? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um
1: so so I don't know if if anybody heard, because Gerard, you were you oh. were you were booming. Uh you were you were booming. But Do I need to re-say my news. I, I'm Wait. pretty sure that I heard something that is kind of making me go, what the crap? And I hate your guts right now. Did I, I, back? Did, I, did I hear right? Kelsey?
3: Yeah, so I will still be working as a paramedic full-time, and um, RT school is way more intense than medic school. In all honesty, it's going to be back to full-time five days a week. So I'm going to have to step away from the podcast. And I hopefully will be a licensed RT in May of 2025. So hopefully you guys can check back then. Um, mm. But unfortunately, I am going to have to step away to kind of further my career a little bit more and, see what i can be doing next and obviously this is a yeah, super man. hard decision to come to um especially cool. i mean i remember being 17 in the bunk room at Valatia and i wasn't even an emt yet and i think i maybe had just barely started thinking about going to med school asking all these questions and how much like i've grown as a provider how much everybody here's grown how much the podcast and its reach has grown so it's crazy to think about how much has changed in the past couple of years and uh walking away from it to see how much more I can change in the next couple.
1: And, and I think one of the coolest things is the fact that God damn it, Phil.
2: Yeah. Fucked. up. Uh, wow. fucked Everything God, up okay.
0: here. Again. Here I am. Here I am about like to have like my allergies act up and, uh, and then Phil pops in.
1: Oh, Phil. God damn you. I mean well, like, that's the wrong <laughs> one.
0: That just just completely killed every emotional freaking thing I was having right now.
1: <sighs> All right, let me just fix this.
0: Remember when your um, old man used to? T- well, I don't know. <laughs> My grandfather used to say, yeah, you, "You could you know fuck up a wet dream if you given the opportunity." <laughs>
1: you <know>? That's terrible. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, he also um, said I was the smartest dumbass he ever met.
1: That's the spirit. So so. I, that was the
0: first time I got brought home by in a police car.
1: <laughs> I, Kelsey had called me, um, I don't know, a couple days ago, and gave me this news, and I was very saddened to hear it. Um, I'm but, happy, she but at it. the but at the same point, I am so thrilled for her.
0: Yeah, um, yeah,
1: because this is you know it's so cool. RT is such a cool career.
0: Yeah, and you go Uh, make some money.
1: You go make some money. And the fact that, you know, when she comes back, she's going to be smarter than any of us in Mm -hmm. anything respiratory and airway. So I don't have to talk half the time anymore (laughs) when it comes to, like, we could finally talk about vents, and I won't look like a moron. You know, or have to call in my wife. there'll
0: There'll be two of us, well, three of us here that, we'll look like morons and one other person will just be carrying on a conversation with her, leaving us in the, exactly on the side.
1: Exactly. (laughs) So, so I, I am, I am absolutely thrilled. Um, but in, in knowing that this announcement was going to happen, I did have to do something a little special for Kelsey. Um, I put two things together. The first thing is just a heartfelt.
0: Oh, my God, he didn't. I did. Goodbye, my friends.
4: Goodbye, everybody.
1: Vamus, adios, ciao, nice. so long, hit <laughs> your hat,
4: yeah. And so, goodbye,
1: <laughs> and good night, bang. Now, so I put that together, but I also was reminiscing when I was putting that together. And I was trying to think of all of the amazing moments and conversations that we have had with student Kelsey, EMT student Kelsey, paramedic student Kelsey, paramedic intern student Kelsey, then paramedic <laughs> Kelsey, through all the years that, that she has been on. You started, we started this show in September of 2020. You were on as a permanent fixture by November and been with us yeah, ever I was since. Just
3: in, I uh, was just in EMT class then
1: exactly and i went back and i racked my brain and all of the things that i remember the the most about you in this show i remember talking about situationships and blowing me and Gerard's mind with whatever the hell that was <laughs> right
0: Re- see, for, see for me, it's her. her it's, it's her her well steeped knowledge of of prison life. So
1: so so I want you to know that
3: it, it's not gone any better. <laughs> just to let you know, Good.
1: I I remember nerds right. Her trying to find yes. her nerd right, and and all of the all of the awesome advice that Gerard and I gave you to find your nerd. But <laughs> the number one thing. And I went back all the way down to episode 33 Oh wow! to get it is Gerard's favorite moment, and uh, mine as well. He gets down next to him, finds a large pool of blood under the right side, and under his oh, back. Oh, shit. I'm willing to
0: bet this wasn't a horrible <laughs> laundry accident.
1: <laughs> I'm willing to bet you're going to have a lot of good things to say in this I'm episode. I'm willing to
3: bet I that love I this have one. The proper grammar on what happened.
0: As long as I can get a toss and a salad joke in, I'll be happy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, I'm pretty sure that, Kelsey, you can go to Shanksville on this No, no, so no, 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 no.
3: It's shivved. You I can't get see, shanked. She knows. She you got to g- get. It's no, we actually Googled this the one day. It's a shivving, not this. a shanking. Mm-hmm. Listen to this. Mm-hmm. We Googled
1: this the one day. Why? Because
0: we wanted to know.
1: Is this <laughs> where you're finding your nerds? <laughs>
3: <Nerds>. <laughs> I don't remember how it got brought up. Now we were talking about this. We're like, "Oh, it's between a shave and a shake," and we had to actually Google. it. When she walks out the shake is the noun, the shave is the verb.
0: There <laughs> you go. Now you know. Now you know. The more There's you one know. One that I will I would demand before we go anywhere. Who who here searched him?
1: Yep. Yeah. No, no According to the story I got, no one ever asked. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, is he searched? Does he have a weapon on him? Right. You know, yeah. He he's responsive he's to verbal stimuli, but, you know, but
0: stimuli something in the old Stimuli, I don't know about you right. know. So
1: yeah, and you know what? Who knows what he's gonna do if he wakes it may be up? Maybe
0: slippery, but I want to know about
1: it. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Uh, <laughs> I'm so so glad. Did that go over your head? Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Yeah, I really got that. Oh nothing. my God, Jesus! That's what the blank look is for. Okay, good, good. <laughs> 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 for all of them that did get that, <clears throat> gross.
0: <laughs> it's prison. What do you want?
3: Do you know what I You know those? Um, I don't know. They were twice, when like I was kidding. They were the little.
1: Plastic watch, just things things don't, like don't.
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm already waiting.
1: <laughs> what were they
0: called? The and toy they, where you stick the thing in its is, ass? Why yeah. is she <laughs> saying plastic
3: <laughs> tubes? <laughs> yeah, they had like the little jelly inside. <laughs> and had, like, <laughs> <laughs> little
1: <things>. What? <laughs> oh, shit, they, <laughs> were really <laughs> they were an actual thing. Please <laughs> hold. They were an actual thing. What were they called?
4: Wow. <laughs> oh, yeah.
3: They were like some cheap dollar store toy. Oh, my uh, j-
1: so can I let her in on what we're talking about?
3: I don't want to know. Just keep going. Just keep going. <laughs> I want my innocence in this way.
0: Hey, everyone has Google. They can Google the old prison wallet.
1: Oh no, they—they they know. They know. I was talking about her. Know, we can keep <laughs> okay. going. So that is by far my favorite memory of you oh, and my goodness. this show, Kelsey. <laughs>
0: Well, the the best was like five minutes from that point. We're in the middle of a conversation. we're talking about something else. And all and of a sudden got it. she, she achieves correlation <laughs> and she's like, Oh my God, I got it. It's like... <laughs>
1: oh, it was, it was absolutely brilliant. Oh man. So you will be, you will be absolutely missed. And you know that your spot on this show is, is 100% yours. As soon as you want to come back. Um, we are still going to be here every Friday or every other Friday. So if you ever get a Friday off and you feel like just yeah. joining, just give me a call. Just let Hello. us know. Um, or teaching. Well, yeah, exactly. Um, so guys, let's have a discussion about something that we've never discussed on this show before. It can't be prison wallets. We've covered that.
0: Definitely. the No Def- sauce on a salad. So we've covered, actually, a we've salad. covered everything in prison with her.
1: Do you remember she was saying that she, oh, uh, she- I tried to find the one where she uh, said uh, pillows in his in, currency yes. in prison. Yeah, like yes, she knew because how, I like, read like that book in my senior year of high school. Yeah, I read that book my senior year of high school about this
3: doctor in prison and how people would like... Off like they ask for a new pillow because they're backer, and then they exchange the pillow for drugs. And like, yeah. there's a whole <laughs> toilet system and everything,
1: yeah. Because you know, who knew who knew that our little no angel idea. Kelsey knew so much about prison life, right? I really don't, though. <laughs> <laughs> All of those Fire. innuendos you make, they still go over my head, which is a good thing. That's
5: exactly a, very a shot good caller thing. Would say.
1: Um, <laughs> so
5: I don't know nothing, man. <laughs>
0: I know nothing. Oh man, I ain't in no gang.
2: <laughs> no, you see what you talking about, man. I ain't in no gang. You, you don't know who I am, man. So <laughs> as
1: as paramedics, as emts, um, what are we in New York State?
0: Underpaid.
5: Yes. Treated like shit.
0: Yes. <laughs> Undervalued. I... <laughs>
1: Worthless. I, I'm not I think... thinking. I'm not thinking the, you know, culture aspect of it. I'm thinking certified. what actually are we? Right? Grab an
0: unorganized pieces of amphibian shit.
3: <laughs> okay, don't be a cranky
0: butt.
3: All right. <laughs> You were just as bad as a gentleman today who told me I wasn't allowed to be happy and do my job.
1: I like that. Chris, not (laughs) essential.
2: Ambulance ambulance Uh, drivers.
1: Ambulance drivers. You got all of them except for we are mandated reporters in this state, right? Yes, we are. So one of the things we've never talked about is being a mandated reporter, child abuse, the signs, the what to look for and everything that goes along with the whole, you know, being a mandated reporter aspect of our job, right? All I know is I called APS
3: once, and it was the worst experience of my life.
1: So, and that's kind of what I want to talk about with you guys is, you know, there's a lot of statistical data out there that I could give you guys, and there's, you know, certain things that I can give to the New York base, of of you know being a mandated reporter and stuff like that but i'll tell you you know the the fed the federal government uh put together a uh, a statute that says every single state has to provide mandated reporter laws for these groups of people EMS and fire is in every single state including you know the territories of samoa and puerto rico um so no matter where you are in the state or of you know the state of new york or the country you are a mandated reporter if you're an emt cfr paramedic um and you know i think that we learn about it and we go yeah we're a mandated reporter and then it's like well what do you do right what what happens if there's actually Like I see abuse. Yeah, totally. Or if you get a weird kind of story and you're like, Hmm, that's, that's suspect. Right. No one really knows what to do other than I'm a mandated reporter, but how do I go about it? Right. So
4: Mm -hmm.
3: we talked about, um, at least in medical school, like they showed us the forms that you would fill out for CPS and they did a pretty good job with like children The first one that I got really thrown by was the first time I knew I had to call Adult Protective Services. I remember calling my boss, and my boss telling me to call 911. So I, you know, called the non-emergent 911 number, and then they told me to call the sheriff's department. So I called the sheriff's department, and then the sheriff's department were like, whoa, here's their number, but they closed at four, so if nobody answers, call us back. And then I called them. And they're like, "Well, we have three days to get a caseworker out
1: there." I was like, "Yeah, yeah. well, and I don't." You know, ain't I, funny enough, I, were, were you with, were customers.
0: you with me and Justin when we uh, were you with me and Justin when we did the uh, when we had the old lady that?
3: Okay, I was like sixteen. Fallen. I was not paying attention. <laughs> yes, I was what the though, hell? <laughs> but I was sixteen and not paying attention.
0: No, I, I was. Was it was it that long ago? Yeah. Huh. No, it was the one. It was, um, you know, the no, one. No, I about, know exactly who
3: you're talking about. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Where, no, no. no. Yeah, I, I ended was up 16. Calling. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. No, I was just wondering because uh, if you remembered that one too, because yeah, that was uh, that was one where we tried to get help and they didn't fucking help. They didn't. Get, nobody gave a shit.
1: Well, and that's it. So you know, there's there's no laws in New York State or anywhere in the country that I could find it that has APS mandation for e- EMS providers. There might be some for healthcare workers. I did see some stuff for like in-hospital healthcare workers, rehab workers, and stuff like that. Um, even in um, New York, the the healthcare worker or rehab worker or you know somebody that is involved with the care of an adult or an elder... They're not mandated to report it. They are just told if you see something and suspect something, you should. Okay, well, I should do a lot of things. I should Mm. keep my truck under, you know, 70 miles an hour and a 55, but I don't, right? Mm. There's, you know, it... I feel like the system's broken and we're not going to fix the system or, you know, tell everybody how to fix the system. But, you know, I've called APS more than I've ever called CPS. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you never get any updates. You never get any type of like, you know, follow-ups or anything like that. Um, You know, I think out of all the times that I called adult protective one time, the person actually got care And they got moved to not a nursing home, but an adult home that they could still have their independence, but they had people watching, them, you know, and that was way better, vastly better than what they were living in by themselves at home. You know? So sometimes the system falls flat, like you said, Gerard, and it's terrible. Mm -hmm. Sometimes the system works, you know? Um, but think about it like this right going back to like the cps kind of thing more than uh, and this is this is a couple stats from the national children's alliance um here in the us so more than 600,000 children are abused each year um that is a number uh from 2021 um they say that um uh children in their first year of life are 15% of all victims so 15% of the 600,000 and more than a, a quarter, 28% of child maltreatment victims are no more than two. Um, girls uh, had a victimization rate 8.7 per 1,000 girls in uh, in population, higher than boys at 7.5 per 1,000. Um, uh, American Indian or Alaskan Native children had the highest rate of victimization at 15.2 per 1,000 children. Um, while African-American children had the second-highest rate at 13.1 per 1,000 children. In 2021, an estimated 1,820 children died from abuse and neglect in the United States. Boys have a higher child fatality rate, 3.01 per 100,000, compared to the girls at 2.15. African-American children fatalities is 2.9 times greater than that of any other population, um, and three fourths seventy six percent of victims are neglected, sixteen percent are mm. physically abused, ten percent are sexually abused, and zero point two they believe are sexually trafficked. So it's like it's not just this this is a huge problem, you know, that we get, yeah, you're a mandated reporter, and then that's it. At least in EMT class, that's all you ever get, you know? Like, is there a way to fix that other than walking people through the steps and, you know, actually giving them the phone numbers and maybe bringing in, like, a counselor or something like that to actually talk to students so they understand the process once they get out?
3: I have two comments. Go a right questions. Ahead. Two comments. Um, first, the statistic between boys and girls, you know, I feel like, you know, commonly, if you think about like who you would think would be a victim, most people are more likely to think of like a girl, but 8.7 and 7.5 aren't that big of a difference. Right. Yeah. Like, you know, sure. Girls are more, let's see, 1.2, wait, 8.5. And I don't know. Math is hard sometimes. Yes. Right now.
1: Yeah. More or less <laughs> 1%. There, there's yeah. almost 1% difference between the
3: two. It's like your chance of winning the lotto. Yeah. That's nothing.
0: Yeah, and... Hey, it, guess what, kid? You won. What do <laughs> I win? A shitty father. Hey. And hey, yeah. See, now I know why we've never done this. I'm sitting here thinking about it. I'm like, I know we've never, we never why we haven't done it yet. The, the, this, this whole it story. Because it sucks.
1: Because it's fucking
0: horrible. Because I can't sit here and make a joke about... You know, fucking. Hey, your kid, your father sucks, kid, because he just beat you to death. And you know, or or you know, why Phil has got his entire background blurred out <laughs> so he can't see the glory hole and any other of his toys that may be, you know laying loose in the uh, in the room there. The, so the whip
1: know. ain't out, I- so we're good.
0: <laughs> we wouldn't know; it's blurred.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, that's it's not laying on the edge of yeah. the bed this time.
0: He could have somebody tied up on the bed right now. <laughs> you know, see, I can't even make that joke.
1: <laughs> I, well, you know, like, yeah, it's it's not an easy thing to be talking about, you know? But, but it's one of these things that, like, you know, when I came out of EMT class, I felt grossly underprepared for anything involving, you know, neglect or child abuse or anything. And, you know, if you you get the, you know, the, the short winded version of like, Oh, you got to look for, you know, like sock burns, um, you know, on kids that get dipped into bathtubs and stuff like that. But I mean, that's, or, you know, or bruising of multiple stages of healing and this, that, the other thing. And it goes so much more than that.
3: Well, and I feel like the stuff they tell you to look for in school is like, the super obvious stuff that if you missed it, right. you probably shouldn't be a practicing provider to begin with. I would agree like if with that. You can't figure out that this kid has burns from their kneecaps down on both legs that this is slightly concerning. It's <laughs> like a straight line across. We're concerned. But I feel like if you would look at like the majority of the case studies and like how frequently this stuff is found out, how many of them come from picture perfect families? Mom and dad are present in their life.
4: Yeah. Yeah. How many of them
3: come from people, you know, they're the straight-A honor student. They play sports. Oh, my bruises are from soccer. All of these things that you wouldn't necessarily look for. Also, I have to go. So I'm going to tell everybody goodbye. Oh, wow. Okay. And thank you for everything. And I hope that everybody continues to find their joy and happiness and a little bit of sunshine in all of their shifts and keep doing things that would make my heart happy when you're at work.
1: Yay. Don't Go make the We love you.
3: <laughs> love you guys. Have fun
5: being a respiratory therapist.
3: Oh, you can't get rid of me off the ambulance that easy. It's like crack. You just well, well, you can't do that. You and I
5: won't be seeing each other, but.
3: Well, that's true. No. But thank you
1: guys. Thank you, Kelsey. Have a good night, Kelsey. Bye. Bye. Um, yeah, I mean, it it totally sucks. Like the, the, you can blame my wife for all this. Cause she put the great idea into my head to have this discussion. Um, mm. and you know, smart men do what their wives tell them. Um, this is true. Yeah. Right. Uh, think, think about gunnery Sergeant Hartman.
0: <laughs> I know. I, I saw one look in the, in the, in the finger and I was like, Ooh, Tammy, what do you, Oh wait, no, it's, 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 the sergeant. I'm sorry.
1: Um, <laughs> But yeah, I mean, like, so (laughs) we've all, we've all had the calls where we've kind of suspected things and, you know, seen things and stuff. And we don't really have to get into those aspects of it, you know, but like, how do you guys go about the, you know, you see something, now you got to say something, going through the actual process? Because like... You know New York State says you have forty eight hours after the incident to report it. Failure to do so is you know like a class A misdemeanor, something like that upwards of like fifteen hundred dollar fine or something like that if you don't actually report it
0: the only The only couple times that i did um and again it was it it was nothing that was even obvious it was like it was just a kind of a gut feeling. And, uh, it was one of those things where I I talked to the people I work with, you know, when we were going back and we kind of compared notes and then kind of thought, hmm, maybe something, maybe something wasn't so kosher there. Maybe we should, uh, you know, kick it up the food chain and let somebody else deal with it, uh, which is what we did. But yeah, it wasn't like, you know, I'm standing there and, you know, okay, well, I got, Cigarette burns on the arms, check. We've got a green stick fracture, okay, check. We've got, uh, you know, there was like none of that shit. It was more like, just like, I don't know, something didn't smell right about the kid and the family and and the uh, and
1: and honestly, boyfriend like, and shit. That's all it takes, right? You don't need yeah. physical evidence if you smell something fishy you're supposed to report it because the worst that happens is CPS contacts. They do an investigation and they say, yeah, sorry, you're all good. Right. There's, there's no, no foul play here. Um, You know, and one of the things that, that uh, Jess actually brought up when we were having this discussion was the fact of like, do not, do not assume that your partner is going to report it. Or your supervisor's gonna report it or the fireman is gonna report it or the cop's gonna report it because you know, it's like the same person, you know, oh hey, call nine one one because there's a fire and no one does because everyone assumes somebody else is calling nine one one. Um, you know, it's kind of the same thing. So like if you see it, you call. If your partner's there, have them call too. Like them you know, they wanna hear the story from multiple people. Um you know, this way it actually gets reported in the first place.
0: No, so, you know, I, I don't think it's gonna be something that um, you know you're just gonna unilaterally do on your own without talking to your partner anyway. So I mean, then,
1: right, and that's yeah. that's true too. Like you know, I've had times where there was there was one time that I can remember where I was I was an EMT student at the time. I was doing my ride time, and we walked into a house and we were like, this is, this is terrible. This is really bad. And myself as a student, the paramedic and the the EMT all made reports, you know, but we had a long discussion about it afterwards because I mean, it was a great teaching moment, you know, like, yeah, was that okay? No, that wasn't okay. What, what about that was not okay. Literally everything, you know, but you wanted to say something.
2: Now, if you've never dealt with CPS um, outside of this job, I can tell you right now, CPS is not one of those things they walk up and be like, oh, no harm, no foul. Let's just move on with life. That's not how CPS works at all. Um, I know people that have worked with CPS. Um, I've dealt with CPS in the past. My parents used to do foster kids, stuff like that. So CPS was kind of like you met with them and you dealt with them a lot. So it's just kind of came with with. With the package, you know, so they walk in, they come in, they do the, they'll, they'll meet with you, they talk to you, and even if everything is kosher, they still, they walk in with this accusatory um, fashion. As soon as they walk in, it's like, oh, what happened? You know, and it's, even if nothing is wrong, somebody says one thing and it's, you're automatically, you're guilty until proven innocent. It's right. Exactly it's the
1: almost the backwards way of the justice system, right? They ha- you have to prove innocence instead of proving guilt with CPS. I have heard pretty that much how
0: everything old. is now. Yeah,
1: yeah, I have heard that a lot with dealing with CPS, um, which sucks. You know, and
5: they'll they'll find they'll find like the littlest thing. You know, even if it was like I'll say like an accidental or a report that you know ended up being. You know, like a genuine accident, like with bruising or whatever. They'll find like the littlest thing, like, oh, you know, your water temperature is, you know, a 0. 0.2 degrees higher than it should be. And that's dangerous for a kid. You know, you failed your house visit. You know, they don't. What,
2: if you've never dealt with them, I mean, and then you go to a call like this, you start nitpicking, like, well, is it really, you know, obviously if you walk in and it's. Absolutely it's obvious. Horror show. Yeah, you're going to do. De- but you start looking at, like, well, is, is this something you want to get? you know, CPS involved with and then start ruining these people's lives. You know what I mean? It's, it's a whole, it's a whole thing. Like you start second guessing yourself. Like if this is something you want to, yeah, deal with. I, I can, I can see that being on providers' minds.
1: And I think, I think call. that's, that's absolutely true. Cause I can remember um, having to deal with one of my um, adult protective cases. And I did the same thing. I was like, mm, I mean, is it is it worth it like should i actually do this is the is is all of this really that bad enough to get aps involved um so yeah i've totally been in that exact mindset of should i go through with this you know um i guess you know like the only saving grace as bad as it might sound but i mean we've said horrible things on this show before is The fact that, you know, I can keep it at arm's reach. I'm an anonymous phone call. Now it's your problem, not mine. You're not going to show up at my door, right? That sucks. Mm. But it might be the only way that, you know, someone that actually has feelings can actually go through with it, you know, and do their job as a mandated reporter and be like, yep, it's not my emergency. That's their problem. I I just said something, you know. I don't know. What are
2: you guys' thoughts? I mean, yeah, it's it's. I've had those cases where you see things. You're like, I should, you know, I need to tell somebody about this this situation, and have done it. And I've also had those cases where it's, is this really a thing that I'm seeing, or am I just overthinking, overthinking. everything I'm ever seeing? Right. You know? Mm. am I putting things
1: there that aren't? Right, you know. Right. Um, I've totally done that too, you know, where I'm like, oh man, I've gone to this call and you know, was it, did their story jive or like, this doesn't make any sense. Why would they be doing this at this hour? And, you know, because me as a parent wouldn't be doing that at that hour, but that doesn't mean that they wouldn't be, you know, like you, you totally, you know, it's, it's almost the same reason as why, like, cops don't really like to use, um, you know, eyewitness statements because 18 different people see things 18 different mm-hmm. ways. And then the more you get away from it, things change. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, things that weren't there, people just put in there because, oh, man, you know, I saw it on a TV show, you know, yeah. and now it's in there.
0: Well, well, so I had a call. um, It was for, oh man, there was, the eldest was a little girl, I think she was like 11 or 12, Um, and then it went down from her uh, little brother, another little brother, I think it was five kids all together, all right, the little girl was in charge of them all, the littlest one was a year old infant, Damn. and um, yeah, mom had... Stepped out to go shopping and left the kid in charge. These are all, you know, I would say illegals. None of them spoke English. Um, And we got called there because one of the boys was out playing and got nipped by a dog. So the little girl did what she was supposed to do and she called 911 and said, "My, My brother got, you know, nipped by a dog, nipped by a dog. So oh, I, I tell you that she, she could speak uh, English and she would translate to, the, to everybody else for us. Um, so she would, uh, you know, so we're going through her talking with her. P.D. comes on scene and, and I'd already talked to her and she's like, yeah, mo-, like mom's already on her way home. Dad's working construction somewhere and they can't get a hold of him. But mom's on her way home. She, she just literally went down, you know, the road to the whatever, you know, Price Shopper or Hannaford or whatever it was to just get something. And then uh, and she was coming back, and you know we were gonna transport the the kid that got that got nipped, and you know the cops that were there were kind of impatient. They're like, you know, we, we we need what are we gonna do here? And I'm like, well, you know, there's no one here to tell me I can't transport this kid, and you know I'm gonna take him for evaluation, and um, literally the uh, the sergeant on the scene was like. Well, then I guess we're calling CPS for the rest of them. Like, and I Even after I explained I said, mom's coming home in a minute. Right. And he's like, well, we're just going to call CPS and leave it in their hands then. And I was like, well, ain't that a B.
1: Yeah, and, you and know? I've, I've totally been in that situation, too, where, like, you know, you're trying to leave with some sort of patient or whatever, yeah. even if it's a parent or somebody, and – you know, you can't leave the kids behind or, you know, you can't take them with you and, you know, cops or the firemen or somebody are like, yep, call CPS. They'll, they'll they'll haul them away. It's like, why can't we call a grandma or an uncle or somebody, you know?
0: Well, well, here's the problem. So mom didn't speak English, but here's the, here's the, here's the issue. Like, and this is why I, I always, you know, I'm leery of always, you know, involving them because, I mean, it was like the dick move of the century. I literally told him, I said, "Hey, if you guys can just hang out here, we're gonna transport the kid. These are like almost my exact words that we're gonna transport the kid. If y'all can just hang out here for like ten minutes, fifteen minutes tops, mom is on her way home. Yeah, and she'll be here for you guys. But we, I just want to take the kid and you know, and, and not just keep because we'd already been on scene for like a half an hour. Yeah, you know, what I mean, like it's getting out of hand. We gotta, we gotta do something here. And um, and that's when he he literally goes, well. You're gonna take the kid. Nobody's here. Well, we'll just call CPS. I was just like, "Wow, really?"
2: Yeah, and like, do they think they're gonna show up in like the next five minutes? No, they're gonna they're gonna be another hour before they get there. <clears throat> they still have to wait on scene, right? Right, but in that case, you then
0: they're mean? gonna right. But in that case, then they get them involved, and it gets to be a dick move, and whatever happens, happens. And I think maybe in their mind that these people will no longer be living in their jurisdiction.
1: Which I mean, that's, a, that's, a, that's the, that's the vibe sh- I get. That's a pretty shitty way of thinking about it too. You
0: know? Like, well, because, well, I mean, it's a pretty, sh- it was, a, he, I can't even quite capture the tone that this, this dude had. And it, he, it was like, like I said, it was like Dick move of the century. And I was just like, well, you know what? We're just going to stay here and wait for mom then. Yeah. And we and, did.
1: And, and, I think that's the best thing that you could have done. Oh, well, you know, if the yeah. kid's not dying, right? You can spare that 15 minutes. Yeah, absolutely.
0: And we did. I yep. called my boss I said, Hey, we're going to, we're going to hang out here a little bit longer. And I told him exactly why he goes, yeah, just, just hang out.
1: Yeah. That's awesome.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, um, a move that I would totally expect from you guys. So, so here's, here's something, uh, Jubilee on, uh, on the chat, which is an awesome name, by the way total mm. i i don't know if it's your real name or you're just going off if it of, isn't it should be it should be and that's awesome <laughs> like marvel um right? right like it it's totally an awesome right. marvel uh character um but they ask when you suspect something is up how do you guys approach the parents in a way that doesn't sound like you're accusing them
2: mm. okay so i used to work it out with my partners um, like if you need to call the cops, I would send my partners out to grab the purple bag out of the rig. Right. The purple bag, call the state troopers or call whoever, you know, if the cops on the scene, something like that. That could be for child abuse. That could be for a dangerous situation. Something like that. Go get the purple bag. They would know to the... call the cops. Yeah.
0: So for me, it's like, if I, if I suspected, um, if I suspected these injuries were, were intentional, um, the first thing in my head is not let on that I know. So don't ask questions like that are accusatory. Don't ask questions that insinuate that you or, or, or even give a hint that you might know what will actually happen. Um like I just I just kinda just do like a like a like a very bland, you know, regular assessment. Just ask, okay, any allergies, any question, you know, things like that. I just go and ask normal questions. Um And not anything that would, you know, kind of tip, tip them off to, you know, like, okay, now you said he fell down the stairs, but, you know, there's, you know, redness on the bottom of his feet up to his ankles. You know what I mean? Right. I I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't go, I wouldn't say stuff like that, you know, like, like I'm onto them. Um, And then, yeah, I would find a way to, if the cops aren't already there, then I'd figure out a way to get them there before we leave. Uh, preferably keep, you know, we're going to go to the ambulance. We're going to do some stuff. And then, and then we'll get out of here and, uh, you know, then have the kids separated in the ambulance while PD talks to the mom and dad or whoever. And, uh, and then they can come and get pictures or whatever they need from us before we leave.
1: Yeah. And, and I go about it almost pinpoint exactly the way Mm -hmm. that you guys do it. Um, I use the purple bag theory. I love that. Like all my partners know, Hey, you know, can you go get the purple bag? Um, you know, and then they usually lean in and typically I use it for calling PD. Um, so they know, like, oh hey, you know, let's go call the you know, call the cops to the scene. They go outside, they call, you know, typically on the phone so they don't hear anything on the radio and whatnot. And then I do more or less exactly what you do, Gerard, in the fact that like I don't lead on that I know anything or even suspect anything. I don't ask I don't ask, you know, any question that I normally wouldn't ask in a normal assessment that I didn't think of. Um, And then I love, this is the one godsend with COVID having happened is when they go, hey, can we go with the kid? And Nope, sorry. uh, Since COVID, we can't take any, you know, any, any, you know, riders. Um, And that's how I can get them separated, you know, from their kid. Um, you know, so if I do suspect something and then I can have a conversation with the kid, if they're old enough to be able to have that conversation, you know? Um, but yeah, I, well, do, I was going to say, yeah, no, go ahead. No, I, I more or less do the exact same thing. Just don't lead on that. You know, anything.
0: And I was gonna say and that works for domestics too. Cause like any domestic that I'm on, I'll actually go out of my way to kind of like make, make the dude think I'm his buddy. You know what I mean? like I'll I'll crack jokes whatever you know hey, oh yeah 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 you know oh that's great oh you know hey you know hey oh i see you got a you know a picture of you fishing over there oh what kind of boat you got you know, oh yeah oh that's cool you know and I mean the whole time i'm sitting here like all right popo should be here in a second right. you know?
2: fucking a hole <laughs> and it's like so you I
0: thought think- i was your buddy huh well <laughs> I th- I <laughs> it sucks to a- be you
2: i think it's important to remember it's it's very hard to do especially with certain people You want to tear their face off, but you have to remember to to remain professional, remain calm. You know, it's, you you got to, that's important. You have have to do that. You can't react. You have to be professional. Right. And you're there for the
1: kid, you know, and, and your job is still to provide aid to the kid. And if, you know, they're medically fine, you know, maybe it's something else, right? Maltreatment or something like that emotional damage, whatever it might be, you know, you still can provide something, even if it's uh, just an easy ride to the, you know, to the hospital, um, yeah. you know, and get them out of that environment. Um, so I, I just I mean, wanted-
0: well, going to say, here's, here's another one for you where, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, and this kind of goes, goes along with that. And it adds another layer of, of shit to the onion, but, um, <laughs>
1: The Shrek onion as we're peeling it. <laughs> yeah, worse. as we're peeling they, it, uh... it's,
0: it's getting worse and worse. But um, And this comes from a, you know, a personal experience of, uh, of a call. And uh, it was where you get on scene and, and the baby is, is deceased. Hmm. And it's, it's not one that you're going to do anything for. And now you realize that it's as a result of somebody else's negligence. Or, you know, their actual malice. Right. And you have to stand there and do all the things you would normally do for, you know, somebody grieving that you came and, okay, we're running a strip and we're going to, you know, call for a doc and all this stuff and whatnot. And you have to do all this and show all this compassion and knowing full well that, you know, there's a reason. Right. And, and it's, 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 it's standing these two three feet away from you. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, the, the emotional trauma that that has on providers us, you know, it's like, I would be fuming, you know, in that situation, like, and you know what? Yeah. People it, that were, it might be the, the case of where you're like, listen, dude, Partner. I, I, I have to step outside. You go outside, you sit in your truck for five minutes, you come back, you know? Um, because you just can't be in that situation.
0: Oddly. I wasn't the emotional one at this point. (laughs) It was somebody else. Yeah. Yeah.
1: You know? And, and yeah, Yeah. if you see that, Hey, go outside, do something else for, you know, five minutes, go take a breather.
2: Um, yeah, but those situations like that, you don't want to leave your partner alone there because who knows it, what they're going to do to you. You know what I mean? It's like that whole. It depends. It,
1: well, it,
0: well, yeah. It depends I mean, on it,
1: where it, and who else is there. You know. Yeah.
0: yeah always, always remember your scene safety and you know and, right. and, and yeah. I mean, if it's if it's just you guys there and this wasn't expected right. when you arrived, you, you're not. You like know, you that. get right. You get called for the proverbial alpha response, and you know now you've got dead baby. Right. You know that's when you go talking about the purple bag. And, oh, I have to get a few more things out of the truck. Right. And then you guys can go in there and get PD. And y- honestly, you could even drive down the street for all I care. Yeah. I, I, I wouldn't be anywhere near that place.
1: Yep. Yeah, go stage. You know? Why not? If, it's, yep. if you think it's that bad, there is yep. nothing. There is nothing in any protocol that ever says if you feel that scene safety is, you know, that bad, you can't retreat and drive down the street. That's not abandonment yeah. if, it, if it's a scene safety issue, yeah. you know? Um, so things that we have to, you know, kind of think about, right? Maltreatment, neglect, right? Think about, like, failing to provide sufficient food, um, shelter, clothing. Um, education even falls into that now in New York State, right? Um, failing to provide supervision, so, you know, guardianship, uh, medical care, if someone just leaves a four-year-old at home for eight hours because they went to work, eh, that's maltreatment in the eyes of, you know, at least New York state. Yeah. And I'm sure a lot of other States are like this too. Um, inflicting excessive corporal punishment, right. Abandoning child, uh, misusing alcohol or other drugs, um, to the extent that the child is placed in danger, you know, um, Those are all maltreatments, neglects, per New York State, right? Then you have your physical abuse. We can all think of what physical abuse you're looking for in, you know, these kids. Um, You know, uh, sexual abuse, right? Symptoms of any STDs that a 5-year-old or a 12-year-old shouldn't have. It's Mm. probably, you know, something to... Like hmm, that that's not good. Um this one this one was interesting. Um sexually suggestive, inappropriate, or promiscuous behavior behavior or verbalization. You can from ding the,
0: yourself. Go for it.
1: Oh man, I didn't want to. I almost mm. got it out.
0: We gotta do something <laughs> funny.
1: Um but fucking depressing. Well, you know, you you can make jokes. I don't care if you make jokes. Um, yeah, I'm not making jokes <laughs> about jokes child up. abuse, dude. No,
0: I have, you, I have, have, I have, I have. I have found a line that I moral, don't cross. Your moral <laughs> line a
5: very, very thin line. Man, very, I never thought I would
1: find your line that you wouldn't cross.
0: Across this line, you shall not pass. <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
1: um that's right the last thing i just want to you know point out is at least here in new york state the reporting hotline is open 24 7 365 um is against, that as
0: useful as the uh as the, the the poison control hotline
1: i mean i've actually gotten a lot of good answers from poison of course control. you would
0: of course you would of course
1: you know so the only I,
0: motherfucker on earth that calls poison control and actually gets help
1: yeah I, I i don't know i don't know i don't know what to tell you uh, I actually
0: I actually called it one time and they and and I I even flat out hate hey, I mean, it's this paramedic Cuomo. I am you know with whatever the rescue squad was and blah 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 blah, blah and here's what I got and motherfucker actually said, "All right, well, uh, we need you to dial 911." And I'm like I literally said, "Dude, I am 911." <laughs> nice. <laughs> And I'm already here. What's the next? I'm step? here. Right. Like,
2: <laughs> right next Tip
1: step one through three. Right. But
2: we've got that one next.
1: It's almost <laughs> yeah. like when you turn on the AD and it says call nine one one. And you're like, yes. I'm already here. Pecker heads. Right. <laughs> I am nine one
0: one. Activate um, The emergency response system.
1: Right. Uh, so I just put okay. in. The, I just put in the chat, the three phone numbers, at least for New York state. Um, When, you know, having to do, um, you know, any type of report, um, mandated reporter, 800-635-1522. Um, and then for abuse by, if you believe that there's been abuse by an institutional worker, um, that number is 855-373-2122.
0: And now um, I know why they don't do it. They don't extend the same courtesy to, uh, elderly adults as opposed to elderly children. But anyway, um, <laughs> If, yeah, woo. It's, talk it's about fucking double redundancy there. Uh, I've realized that because, because of that, that issue, you wouldn't have a single nursing home that was open.
1: Nope. No. Cause you know, we, you would, you would arrest all of the people that I, were like, Oh, they, they weren't my patient. Oh, every I, time
0: they'd call me there, I just, I would pull up in front, I dial the number. Okay. Here's nope. what I got. Here's what I'm going in. You might as well send somebody.
1: Absolutely. They should. Oh man. Wouldn't that be cool. That would be the one and only thing that I would be like, let's hire people to do is just put an APS worker right. in, in an office in every single nursing home. So you didn't Instead even need of, to call them. You could just be like, yo, come here. Right.
0: Instead of 80,000. Yeah. Every Exactly. Instead of 80,000, you know, IRS guys, how about 80,000, you know, freaking APS people? Yeah. To sit in nursing homes all day
1: and, and just sit there and, and arrest people. I think that would be hilarious. I'd be all for that. It would be fantastic. So, um, I, I will end the, the sadness and madness for, for this episode. But again, I think guys that we needed to talk about it again, it's something that is part of our jobs that we don't necessarily like to talk about, but you know, it's, it's one of those aspects where at one point, we're going to run a call where we, you know, Mm -hmm. have to deal with this. And, you know, there were people in the chat that are like, I have never done a call like this, you know, and that sucks. And, you know, like, or it's great.
0: No, well, know, I was gonna that uh, sucks. You you haven't had your fucking mind know, fucked right? with. That's horrible. That's
1: horrible. Yeah. See, how could
0: you? See, hey this... people, start whooping those kids' asses. Get out there.
1: This is you know? this is how you make this funny. I just talk and can't speak English. <laughs> um, just, just hire you
4: No
0: know... <laughs> Go ahead, Mr. Phil, because you never talk, so go for it. Yeah.
5: Hire hire a bunch of this gentleman yeah, to go right? to every to go to every preschool and just Fucking berate them every single day. Yes. I I I, admire your honesty. (laughs) Hell, I might even (laughs) let you come over and fuck my sister. Would you like that? (laughs) No, sir. Oh, you're saying my sister's ugly then, huh?
0: Oh, don't worry. I got something for you. Do I scare you, sir? Sir, what? Were you about to call me an asshole? (laughs) I didn't know they stack shit that high.
5: Only steers and queers come from Texas, and I don't see no fucking horns on you. Oh, that's good uh, stuff
1: such such good stuff uh, uh, so yes guys give us 5 minutes and uh, then we're going to be transitioning well, into what what
0: well no i i, I was i was going we to actually you yeah, are... we were saluting the gunny first oh. but what i was actually going to do like like mr mr show runner here should have been doing is anybody in the chat in your respective states what do you guys like anything differ from what we've got or is any kind of funky rules shit like that because i'm always curious about shit like that so put it in the chat and i'll look at it later when i have it up on my screen
1: there you go see thank you this is why you should run the show because i just no. suck at life so there you yeah, go
2: don't forget that like subscribe things that we're supposed Get to yeah yeah smash the
0: like button who, to subscribe who does buy that? some merch hit the ding
1: you can't buy merch i took the website down
0: that's right. Yeah, the, yeah. Just you just... took
1: the website down. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I got into a I got into a holy hell war with the website company. So I was uh, like, "Fuck uh, you! I'm taking it down." And see you later, peace. So I'm still waiting on my. Inconceivable. Yep. That's pretty much. What <laughs> I'm
5: still waiting. <laughs> I'm still waiting on my stickers from when I broke the 1,000 word barrier. Nobody cares about
1: what you want, Phil. <laughs>
5: uh, that's true. That's why my dad left. <laughs> wow.
2: That's why grandma's fall from ceilings.
1: Shut up. All right, guys. Gerard, do
2: you want to comment about that?
1: No, we're good. I'm
2: good.
0: I'm never commenting again.
1: Ever. Thank you very much for joining us here on the podcast. Give us five minutes. We'll transition into end of tour. Uh, Gerard, say a happy happy ending.
0: Good luck, Kelsey. I love it. Good luck, Kelsey.
1: We will, we will all miss her.
5: And God bless Gunnery Sergeant Hartman. <laughs>
3: <sighs> Thank you for listening to today's episode. If you want more information on the podcast or to send us a call review, please visit medicmaterials.com slash podcast. To learn more about earning continuing education credit from listening to this episode or others, check out com. We appreciate your continued dedication towards EMS education and helping us advance the field. See you next time.